Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, friends. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Spice Chaos. Yes, welcome. Welcome to Spice Chaos. Over there is yes. Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. And over there is Leanne from Spice Plans. And we both have the day off work today. Thank you, Dr. Martin Luther King, and all of that you have done for the world and the people and everything. Yes, thank you, thank you. And um, I was trying to remember back to last year's mm-hmm. Martin Luther King weekend because I know that we made an episode probably and released an episode because I mean it's always on Monday so we would have had a Monday episode Uh um but I I didn't do enough research to like actually go back and listen to it or any that would have really taken a lot of effort so um (laughs) there would have been a lot of scrolling but I was like yeah I'm sure we did um but you know it's just do you have any idea how much we need this one day off in the middle of January? Oh my gosh. Like I was just talking to, I don't even remember who it was in the DMs on Instagram and she's a teacher too, but she's a teacher in Canada and she doesn't have the day off. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like I literally just want to hug you because you do not have a day, an extra day this week. Yeah. The only way it's almost like, okay, so we have this like little break at Christmas or, you know, the winter holiday break. Yeah. And then we just kind of barely hang on. Yeah, for real. Until we get this one day off. And all week this week, I've been like, okay, three day weekend, three day weekend. And a normal (laughs) three day weekend is not that big of a deal. But for some reason, this one feels major. It felt like I needed it so much. I don't know what it was about this winter break. But with those two weeks off, I was like, yeah, I'm so relaxed. And then that week that I had to go back to work. I was, of course, looking forward to talking to my students and stuff, but I just had a hard time getting back into my routines. And so this was like the one thing that was like keeping me going, having one more day off. Yeah, I know. Just that one day. And sometimes it's just one day is what you need. Mm-hmm. Okay, I found the episode. Are you ready? So yes. last, last year we talked about New Year's goals, progress, go wild, and pizza recipes, and much more is what the description says. <laughs> That is sad, though. We did not even address Dr. Martin Luther King. That makes, like, thinking about, like, how the world has changed, like, of course we're going to address it. But, like, we didn't even talk about it last year. We probably talked about it in the episode. I probably just didn't put it in the notes, you know? Like, I probably just didn't put it. Um, It's episode 21, if anybody wants to go listen to it. (laughs) Wow. Think about what babies we were. We had no idea what the year was about to bring. New Year's goals, progress, none. No, we didn't. I mean, how could there have been any New Year's goals progress two weeks into January? 
How could there have been? And I bet you a million bucks we talked about how long the month was was steaming. Yeah, I bet we did. I bet you we for sure did. Yeah, because January 2020 seemed really long, but this month is flying. It really is. I'm like, oh my gosh, I only have two more weeks left in my planner, and now I need to do like a setup and like all this stuff. Like, I know that's why. I am convinced that 2021 is just 2020 disguised as just, I don't know. I'm not convinced it's really January. It's it's horrible older sibling. Yeah. (laughs) Younger sibling. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen a January go this fast. Me either. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But this one is flying. So, um, yeah. But that means we're that much closer to spring break. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know. I love how in teacher life, you just kind of live your life based on when your next break's going to (laughs) be. holidays yeah (laughs) it's like well um let me see it's january so that means we're this many weeks away from our next major break Um, president's day next (laughs) president's day's coming up in february got this and then march is the longest no break month ever because um, that's april for us because march is in spring like we have spring break in march usually and then april is just four weeks of just just, just wasteland. Desert. Yeah. <laughs> just education wasteland. Tired. Yeah. And the, 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 the kids are tired. So they don't necessarily want to like be all jazzy with these fun little lessons that I'm planning. And I'm just like, oh, man. Okay. Oh. So for us this year, because of the calendar change, I'm yeah. so excited. Um, okay. I, I think spring break is in April, but don't quote me on that. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't looked at the calendar that in depth, but we are yeah. done like at the end of May. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I keep looking at the calendar like, okay, so January is almost done. So that means all I have left is February, March, April, and May. Four months. I can handle anything for four months. I can't stand you because I'll basically be teaching until July. Like, that's how it works here. Like, I'll be in school. Yeah. Our last day with students is June 17th. And then teachers have a week after that. So I will basically be in school. But then September will come and I'll be like deep into a new school year and you will just be getting started. I know. I'll be like, <laughs> turn at my house. I'll be like, oh, another bottle of wine? Yes, please. And I'll be like, nope, 5 a.m. going to work. <laughs> oh, man. By then, it'll be so crazy. We'll be vaccinated. We might have like our kids back in school. Like it will be kind of crazy to see what September of 2021 will look like. Well, I can't wait to see. So um, you had a rough week. I didn't have a rough week. Um, And I kind of want to save what my week was really like for later in the show, because we have a lot of spice plans updates. Yeah, we're going deep with spice. We're going to get we're going to get really deep into spices life in this episode. So if you've been interested in what I've been dealing with since, you know, June of 2020. Yeah, we're we're going to play a little game of truth or spice. (laughs) <laughs> truth and spice spice That's is right. truth um right. so we're going to talk about that but um you had so you guys um I was oh, yeah. where was I something was happening and oh yes you I were was in a teaching. professional development yeah. yeah oh that's right I wasn't teaching I was in a meeting I was in a meeting and Caitlin texts me <laughs> and she said she has an emergency and I was like and no she didn't text me yeah. Y'all, she called me okay she called me on my texting machine without texting me first to ask me if it was okay <laughs> So I was like, who's dead? Somebody is dead. The only time anybody ever calls me on my phone without checking first is when there's an emergency. Yeah. And as soon as I did that, as soon as I called her and then texted her that I had an emergency, I was like, I need to tell her that no one's dead because yeah. <laughs> <Did> you... <laughs> Not that my mind went straight there. I was like, Harrison, 
what is going on? Because he's a climber, <laughs> what did y'all. What you jump off of, Harrison? <laughs> yes. In my mind, I was like, he's been on the roof. There is some, she's headed to the emergency room. Like, I need to get on an airplane. Like, what is going on? <laughs> so, anyway, then tell them what happened. Just oh my explain gosh. it, because okay. I can't explain it. Okay, well, let's just back up for a minute. So, we have been without a working furnace and, like, hobbling along with, like, four... Um, just like space heaters, basically, since December 23rd, okay? So the, we've had that whole thing going on and, like, trying to figure out, like, what's going on with the furnace. Now we know that we have to have our furnace replaced. So that has been happening also. Then, fast forward to last week, the weather comes on and they're like, there's a flood warning for the coast. And, like, my parents' shop actually got flooded. But what was happening was what they were calling an atmospheric river, Okay. Wow. I know. I when you know what hear that the is. word atmospheric river, you're like, cool. Like that's, that's just Batten down the hatches because it's yeah, going to be exactly. rough. And so we thought we had, but the way that our house is set up is we have like a long RV length driveway. And then off to the like top right hand corner of our property, uh, we have this giant pine tree. Like a whole bunch of our neighbors also have them. And it's been there probably, I don't know, 100 years, I guess, probably. Um, But we have this big tree. And every time we have a storm, I always get so much anxiety that it's going to fall onto the house. Like, that's Mm -hmm. just, like, Mm -hmm. my go-to. Yeah, I get those same worries in my yard, too. We have a lot of trees. But Mm -hmm. it's not, not, I mean, the whole tree would have to topple over for it to actually fall on the house. So I'm being completely irrational. But (laughs) one of of the larger branches, and thank God that we did not park the car in the driveway. The car was on the street. So thank God. One of the large branches fell across from where the tree is over across the driveway and hit the conduit on that side of the house, which is like where your power is connected, I guess. I don't know if you're like a technical electrician type person let me know but it's essentially where like the power is plugged into the your meter box and then there's a big thing that's usually like hooked onto your house that holds it all there so that the branch tipped that over and the wires were like out of the box so Mm. I hear Brian like outside with a saw in the morning and oh I was teaching in that morning and I was like what is he doing out there (laughs) chopping down part of the tree like what is he doing And he comes back in and he's like, we might lose power. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he like takes me outside and like shows me and he's like, they are going to have to, we're going to have to call the power company. I can't stand this back up on my own. They're going to turn it off because they see that it's unsafe. And I'm like, wait a minute, let me make a couple of calls. So I call my dad and my brother and my brother's like, sure, I'll be right there. And little did I know. So my parents recently bought a new shop. My brother did all of the electrical on it this summer. And so he has like recent experience. So he and Brian got this whole thing plugged back in and we called the power company and we're like, just kidding. <laughs> you don't need to come out. <laughs> and so wow. got it fixed, which saved us probably like another 500 to a thousand dollars. And so, yeah. so that's my story. That's, that's what happened to me this week. Well, and she's texting me to say, cause we were going to make the mini soda or we had talked about it. Um, I guess this was Wednesday and we had talked about maybe making the mini that day. And she said, I don't know if I'm going to have electricity. I don't know if I'm going to be able to charge my phone. I don't know what's going to happen by Saturday or Sunday when we need to make the regular length episode. Um, so, you know, we just needed to plan for this might affect the podcast if I don't have electricity. Right. 
Exactly. So, you know, and I was like, oh, so it's that kind of emergency. It's not like a child has damaged themselves kind of emergency. Um, but it wasn't a podcast emergency. This was like a serious, like, this might affect the podcast, but it's also like going to be a super pain in Caitlin's butt if this really, you know, takes their power away. So, um, you know, there was obviously nothing that I could do from Charlotte except be worried. Um, right, exactly. But I wanted to make sure that we could record and do all of the things. So yes, Ugh. and as a friend, it's nice yep. to know that there's somebody else in your corner, like worrying for you. So when right. she texted me to tell me that they fixed it, I was relieved. And well, you know, worst just... case scenario, we could have been without power for like five days, and I was like, I have to tell somebody. Like, I don't know. Yeah, somebody needs to know this. So, yeah. and on top of that, your furnace guys were supposed to come when that day. Yeah, to fix the furnace, and they yeah. were not going to be able to do or no. replace so your furnace. Had to bump, yeah, we had to bump it now to this week, so they're coming okay. this week. So you're still without Pete. Well, kind of. I mean, the I will say it's been very mild weather here, like upper 50s, and the uh, space heaters, like we have some of those oil ones and a couple of other ones are doing a, a really good job, so I have to say. Okay, so I, too, own some space heaters. Yes. <laughs> and if the if if we really didn't have any heat in the house, we could heat the rooms where we were. Like, yeah. let's we would just stay in one room and just heat that room with the space heater. And then if we decided we're going to go to another room, we'll move the space heater to the other room. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, until we could get the, the heat fixed. Um, but yeah, what a pain and, you know, for it to happen right before Christmas, um, oh, I know my gosh, it's been a nightmare, literally chaos at my house. Like, oh yeah. And projects like that, that kind of stuff gives me the worst anxiety. I mean, like that's the kind of stuff that I lay awake at night before I'm falling asleep and like have anxiety about, you know, like when is this going to break? Or totally, if it's raining yeah. outside, I'm like, when is the roof going to leak? Or, um, you know, if it's at all windy, I'm like, yep, that tree's going to give out this time. Or, you know, I, I definitely always have those kinds of concerns in my mind. Oh my and gosh. as we get further into the episode, you will learn that I have plans for the future that involve no longer owning a home because Woo-hoo. I'm sick to death of owning a, owning a house. Like, I know. Yeah, it's, we've been here for 10 years and now like everything is hitting the fan. I feel like once you've lived in your home for like 10 years, that's when it's like, just kidding. Everything breaks down. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, you know, when I look around my house, like I do love it here and this is my children's home and they have a lot of memories here, but they don't understand like the kind of stress that goes into being the only adult that lives in this big place, like by ourselves. And, I would like to downsize everything here and just move into like a small apartment where someone else is in charge of the air conditioning and the heater mm-hmm. and the ceilings. And, you know, if a tree falls on it, then somebody else is going to fix it. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I just, I feel like it's time. Like I went through that. Like, yay, the American dream. Let's buy a house. Like I did that. Mm-hmm. And that is the American nightmare. Like, <laughs> I've heard that owning a condo is kind of like a happy medium. Like you still have like a building and people to take care of your stuff, but you own your space. Yes. I've heard that too. I know. I, I, I know that there is, you know, something to be said for, you know, townhomes and condos and things like Mm -hmm. that. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe I will, but at the same time, I just, I'm tired of having a yard. I I'm frankly just very tired of having to wheel the trash can down (laughs) to the street every week and back, you know, 
Um, it's just, there's, there's just little things that I'm just, you know, tired of doing. And, you know, when you call me in the middle of a professional development meeting and say, you know, (laughs) a tree fell and now we may not have electricity. I'm like, see, this is why I don't want to own a house because I don't want to have to deal with any of this. I know we were even talking about like, are we going to go to a hotel for a couple of days? Like what's going to go on? Because there's no way, like I could have not taken five days off of work, you know? Yes. Yes. How would you, how could you have even done that? So, um, yeah, and, you know, we can make all the jokes we want to about 2021. We were never really under the, um, you know, under the understanding or the naive, na- what is the word? Naivete. Naivete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, like, January would come and things would magically be wonderful. Hey, I had some hope. I was hopeful. That maybe it really was, like, some kind of fluke that 2020 was just, like, a crazy year. And then, you know, we get, you know, some change. But... Um, yeah, things have been kind of wacky. It's the year. It's the people. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it's not the year. It just kind of is. Like, things are just mm-hmm. things are just nuts. Yeah. And um, I really didn't have a nutty week. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you had a good week. Um, you know, I, I have been having some difficulty at work. Okay, yeah. And, you know, I'm not really going to get into that because sure. it's just not interesting. Right. You know, it's, it's, it may not even be interesting to the people in my life that I talk about it with. Oh, I'm interested. I'm on the edge of my seat play by play. I need the, because I think, I think it's because I'm a teacher too. So like, I I get it. Well, and some of the stuff that I tell her, she's like, "Uh uh-uh. No, (laughs) I'm like, um, you need to demand this, this, and this, like go to your HR person. And (laughs) I know I'll tell her things that happen at my job. And she's like, Oh no. She's like, if I I was you, I would stand up and say, and I'm just like, I can't like North Carolina is different. (laughs) Professional development on that. Like, (laughs) like, no. So, but yeah, it's been a rough, you know, I I don't want to say it's been a rough week at work. It's just been an enlightening week at work. So um, I'm hoping that, you know, all of our little listener sleuths will put together, like, I did not have a crazy week, but it was a weird week at work. So I'm going through some stuff at work and then all of the, you know, updates that we're going to talk about later in the episode yeah. where everyone gets all of the information on what's been going on with me over the past half a year. So, yeah. um, but we'll, one of the things that we want to discuss yeah. first about this crazy time is right. um, COVID and our planner community. Jeez, right. Um, and I don't want to, um, you know, suggest that COVID has only just now started touching the planner community because the community is huge. And I know that mm-hmm. there are people that are listening to us that have probably lost loved ones to COVID. Yeah. Well, and Jessica from the podcast, um, she uh, had her husband had it, I think. Yeah. I know that, you know, it has reached all of us at some point, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, we recently found out that Heather Kell got coronavirus mm-hmm. and um, then our friend Julie Garza um, had coronavirus in her house this week. Did she specify in her story? She didn't say it? who had had it. No, she didn't. Okay. And um, she looked, I mean, she looked tired, but she didn't look like, I don't, I don't know. I can't make a judgment on if she was the one who had it or not. Okay. And then, um, um, and then our friend Queen, who was supposed to be on our show soon, is actually yeah. in the hospital right now. She's with in the it. hospital, and she had oxygen. She posted a picture on her stories, and I was just like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, it's really kind of uh, starting to scare me. Um, yeah. And I and I don't want to say like, "Oh, I'm just now starting to get scared of COVID" because people yeah. that I know are getting it. It's just, I mean, it's always been scary, but it's well in LA, know, the LA area. Like, geez, I just can't. I just can't right now. It's like it's crazy there. Yeah, I have a friend of mine that lives in Manhattan, 
Mm-hmm. And um, he posted a picture of a city block in Manhattan last night on a Saturday night, and it was completely deserted. Really? And I've heard, so one of our, one of Brian's friends actually just got back from California from the LA area and said the complete opposite. So that people are at beaches, they're out shopping, and like nobody's wearing a mask was his impression of that. And if you live in the LA area and that's not how it's going for you, I'm not trying to make a judgment. I clearly don't live there, but that's just what I heard. Okay. See, I find that very interesting because like everywhere that I have been, and when I say everywhere that I have been, that means like in my car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like drive up order. So when I go to Target at my drive up curbside pickup and I yep. see people walking into Target, everyone has on a mask. Um, That's how it is in my area as well. I, I have not been anywhere lately and seen anyone without a mask on for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I mean, there was like, oh my gosh, like a protest at a Trader Joe's in Salem, Oregon, where, you know, but that's a whole different, <laughs> that's a different thing. That's a, you know, that's not people going grocery shopping, not wearing a mask. That's a, oh. that's a statement to be made. Okay. So, um, were people angry about COVID or were they mad at Trader Joe's for something or? <laughs> they were trying to say that their rights were being violated because the mask thing is not a law is what they were saying oh so they wanted to go into Trader Joe's without their mask on or they just yeah and the manager (laughs) and the manager of Trader Joe's there's a video that's circulating Instagram but he was like that's not happening (laughs) (laughs) the manager's like nah y'all can stand out here all you want but you're not coming in (laughs) offered to like do their shopping for them he's like you tell me what you want I'll go get it for you but you cannot come in (laughs) you're not coming in here with no mask on so um yeah but I have been um at least encouraged by the fact that I haven't seen anybody out without their mask on. Now, that being said, I have been to two places, no, right. three places. So, and here, here's where I spell out where I've been to Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Um, so confession time. Okay, okay. So I went, here we go. I went, I've been to two restaurants, uh-huh. both of which were socially distanced seating. Yep. Um, so one of those restaurants, I had to wait 45 minutes to get in because they were seated at like 10% capacity, mm-hmm. meaning like two tables between everybody. Right. So it was, it was insane. Like, yeah, we waited a long time to get in because they couldn't, they couldn't fill up. They couldn't fill right. up the restaurant. So there was no one near us the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was pretty safe and that was easy. And then the next, a couple nights later, we went um, to, my dad is a member of a country club where he okay. plays golf. Uh-huh. And um, they have a restaurant there and we went to dinner there and there was no one else eating there but us. Okay. So yeah. like, and then I also did go into a liquor store. Um, <laughs> that was necessary. Oh, my God. But that was, yeah. yes. Um, and I had my mask on and so did everyone else. So the three places that I have been, everyone uh-huh. was wearing their masks. Yeah. So, and then Leanne's call after she visited the liquor store, she called me later that evening. It was probably my one of the gems that I'll treasure forever. <laughs> that was her favorite call of her life. Um, it it yeah, really was. So, like every five minutes, I was like, I feel like I should be recording this. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, this, this Friday night, um, she got, I to, yeah, I decided to treat myself to some Stoli raspberry vodka oh, and, um, I drank almost the whole bottle and, um, basically became Lady Gaga. <laughs> she really did. <laughs> um, and yeah, there were hidden cameras involved that I wasn't aware of and just a whole lot of stuff happened. So it was, it was a really, 
fun fun Friday night that Caitlin um, will remember forever. I will. Um, so my school board met this week twice. Yes. And that's why I'm telling y'all, this was the craziest week ever. Like we could spend a whole hour and a half to two hour episode just telling y'all the events of this past week since the yeah. last time we talked to you. Um, so my school board met this week on, I want to say Tuesday. Uh-huh. And um, we were supposed to start back in person with students on January 19th, which is, you know, Tuesday. Right. Jeez. And um, that wasn't even on the agenda for them to oh, talk about. Goodness. Okay. Were we gonna were we gonna come back? That was not uh-huh. even on the agenda. So seventy-one people were on the docket to speak about please, can we please push this? We are not ready to come back. Like it, the yeah. numbers are, are terrible. Um and they didn't even mention it, didn't even bring it up. Like the school board did not even vote on it. So Whoa. then in the middle of the meeting, like the North Carolina Health Association like puts out this notice that says everyone needs to be at home as much as they can and schools need to be closed, not closed, but schools need to be remote. Yep. So the school board had already ended their meeting and then they were Mm. like, Oh crap, we need to have another meeting. (laughs) So, (laughs) so two days later they have an emergency meeting. Uh, Efficient use of time. Yes. Efficient use of time. So they had an emergency meeting on Thursday and uh-huh. decided to push us back and leave us virtual for another full month. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yes, so I did have to go to the building one day this week. Okay. Um, and that was fine. I was at the building, you know, one day. And then by the next day, we were back virtual again, so I didn't have to go back to the building. So I had to go nice. to the building one day. Um, and then um, I found out later that I am supposed to be eligible for the vaccine on the 8th of February. Oh, yeah. Our teachers are eligible for it starting January 25th. And Delilah School District has decided that they are going to stay closed through March 29th, I think, something like that. Oh, that's wonderful. And I'm sure that I I really do feel like that once the vaccine kind of starts to get rolling, that our district might push us another month or so. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I don't know. There's one school board member that is like really, really adamant about us coming back and then the rest of them are like could you shut up man yeah they just vote and say how many we have of school left like and I feel like those kind of decisions are not kid first decisions because I've talked about transitions and that kind of thing a lot and there's no use right now in bringing kids back face to face keep everybody virtual for the rest of the school year call it a wash, call it what you will, call it kids are learning tech skills this year. I don't know. But then let's just look at 2021 to 2022 school year. Like literally no reason to try to bring kids back this year. None, in my opinion. Right. But but then in my opinion, teachers and children need to be vaccinated by September. Yes. However, there are many other high risk populations that need to be vaccinated first. Well, I just truly believe that by August and September of 2021, we need to be back in school full time, full stop. There does not need to be any of this cohorts, A, B, and C, and Mm -hmm. staggered. uh, No. No, none of this hybrid model with half the kids at home and half the kids at school. Yeah. Everybody needs to be back in the building in their seats just 
population that I could see this being like a benefit to are, you know, those high risk students and then students that have needs that need to be met at school, right? Like our, our special ed kiddos. I feel like they could be possibly like considered to go back to school this year because there's a lot that happens at school for them. Um, but just kids like kids like mine, <laughs> like they should just be chilling at home, you know? Yeah. And um, so, you know, since my district has decided that we're going to be virtual for the next month. Yeah. I have decided that I am going to stay home for the next month as well. Like, you know how I have been like, okay, like let's go out to dinner and put on our mask and do it Mm -hmm. socially distanced. And, you know, I've been doing things the right way. Right. Um, And I have not been one of these people that has been up complaining about whether or not we're going back to school. So like, Mm -hmm. I don't want for people to come for me and say, well, here you are on the podcast complaining that you have to go back to school and that students are coming back in and mm-hmm. yet you're still going to restaurants. Like one of the things that um, I've noticed in some of the um, Facebook groups for like North Carolina teacher advocacy groups, whatever, mm-hmm. um, is that they're saying, OK, so we have all of these teachers that are fussing about, oh, my gosh, kids are coming back and we're not ready but they're mm-hmm. also going out and doing stuff and they're not doing their part to like prevent the spread of the disease. Right. So I don't want for people to see me as like, she's not doing her part to prevent the spread of the disease. And yet she's also complaining that they're bringing kids back into the school building. I'm not mm-hmm. complaining about that. Right. I have no, I have no problem with that. I want for them to bring all the kids back. If you're going to put me at risk and put six kids in front of me, put 30 kids in front of me. Right. Okay. Like you're putting me at risk either way. What you're actually doing is making my job harder by telling me here, you have to teach these 26 at home in front of their computers and you have to teach these other six in front of you in your classroom. That's yeah, what that I think hybrid is ridiculous. Stuff is no joke. That to yeah. me is a, is a ridiculous expectation to put on teachers. And they've been doing that to teachers all year. And I know that I have not yet had to experience that, but teachers all over the country have. Yeah. And I think that that's been the worst thing that they've that they've done to us so far is that they've expected for us to figure out how to teach the ones that they've brought back into the building a little bit too early, in my opinion, and the ones that they've left at home. So mm. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. For me, that's been the worst part of it. Yeah, um, I know. I saw I don't remember what state it was, too, that some states vaccine rollout plan was to also train teachers to administer the vaccine. Like what else can teachers possibly be doing with their time right now? what i know okay so do everything apparently we can just do it all i'm not gonna learn how to give a shot with a syringe no i'm not a nurse no thank you no i don't i'm not how to do that like no (laughs) i won't even for a school nurse like i'm sorry (laughs) but if if our district does bring students back into the building on the 22nd of february the way that they have proposed, mm-hmm. then if I get my vaccine starting on the 8th and then two weeks later I get round two, then I should be fully vaccinated by the time kids come back into the building. Get it. Get so it, I just, you know, feel kind of relieved. Like maybe I can say that I've survived this. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that kids are coming back into the building and I, you know, am safe now. Yeah. Or I will be. Um, but we'll see. And I know that I probably will have to figure out how to do some hybrid teaching. That's the only thing that worries me. Yeah. Is that, like, why would you? And I don't, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a little nervous about that. That's what scares me more than anything is having six kids in front of me in my classroom and 25 at home in front of their computers and try to figure out how to teach them the same material. Let's have Um, teachers do two jobs at once. Great idea. (laughs) Yeah. So we can do it. They could do everything. Oh yeah. I mean, people can do it, but can you imagine like the emotional and physical and just like a mental exhaustion? Like if we're this tired right now. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. I can't right well, now. Well, my best friend has been doing the, the virtual hybrid thing since the beginning of the school year. I mean, like her, oh, wow. her, her, um, yeah, they've been virtual since the beginning of the school year. But yeah, I know that that sounds kind of like, yay me, I survived. Like, look at me with my vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, it's, I'm not trying to like be like braggy. I just, no, yeah. there is a sense of relief, you know, to feel uh-huh. like, because I'm high risk in so many other areas and I have not um, used any of my, you know, high risk situations to get me out of anything. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like there's a totally. lot of people that, that have the same risk factors that I do that have not been coming into the building to work. Yeah. And I have just been like, well, I'm just going to go. Like I'm just going to hope for the best and go. So, um, you know, I just, I'm ready. I'm ready to get that shot. So, right. I'm ready to not be stressed about this kind of stuff, but I feel like, honestly, I feel like this COVID culture is going to change the world as we know it. I don't think everybody's going to have one birthday cake anymore. I don't feel like we're going to like give hugs as generously anymore. I don't think people are going to be like fine with their kids scooting all over like the floor of the grocery store anymore. Like, I feel like this a lot of things are going to change like forever. Well, and I hope that you're right, but I, I, I am going to have to um, maybe disagree with you just a little bit. I you feel think? like that our memories, I feel like our memories are really short. And I think that as soon as all of this is behind us, that we're all going to go back to exactly the way things were before. Oh, I don't know about that. At least for me, I think I'm actually considering just wearing a mask anytime I go out in public ever, because I don't like getting sick, you know? I don't like catching a cold. Yeah. Well, I know, but the thing about the mask is that it only oh, protects true. other people. That's true. That's true. So, you, you know, and Brian you could, keep reminding me of that. <laughs> yeah. If you could figure out something that you could wear that could protect you from other people, then, a then yeah. One of those, like, <laughs> apocalypse <laughs> masks. You mean like a Breaking Bad crystal meth <laughs> cooking respirator? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you start wearing that in public and you you won't ever get sick. <laughs> and I'll take photos. I'll have an Instagram account dedicated to that. <laughs> Caitlin and her respirator. That's right. <laughs> oh my god. Here she is at Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Um, ready for Doomsday. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh, the people that go to Hobby Lobby. I know. And you'll be there like vlogging for your YouTube channel. Shopping vlog. <laughs> Shopping vlog in my oxygen mask. Oh my God. Oh. So long story short, so, we did also want to just like say, you know, well wishes and prayers and everything that we can do from afar for our friends and yes. everyone who was affected. Yes. And not just to the names that we know in the community, right. to the people uh-huh. that, you know, have come across our stories that have, right. you know, that have been affected by this, but just, you know, anybody Ever- else in the community, um, you know, that we don't, that we don't get to talk to every day. Like We're we family just, we members. see you. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's just wild out there. Yeah. So, so you 
Brian, you told me that Brian was nice to you today. He sure was. And he was actually about that transition. So he was kind of nice to you, too. (laughs) He was nice to me, too. Well, tell me how he was nice to me. I can't wait to hear it. Okay. um, (laughs) You guys probably don't know this because Leanne is an amazing editor, but I often have trouble with my Wi-Fi on my laptop and on my phone. And I'm always, like, trying to figure out, like, how to get a better signal so that it's not, like, crackly on my end. So Brian walks downstairs and he hands me this little like black box and it it's a hot spot for downstairs because our Wi-Fi just doesn't reach to the basement very well. So I have my own little hot spot down here. So my oh, Wi-Fi. Oh, he my got you a Wi-Fi extender. He did. Isn't that just the sweetest? Oh, what a cute little guy. I <laughs> don't. You just want to like chop him up into like twenty five pieces and put him in your pocket? Yeah, I know. I I really I really do. Well, I'm gonna let you do that. Okay, <laughs> you'll go in my pocket, yes. Yeah, you can keep him in your pocket, because I've already got Gabe in mine. you got so, like, so much stuff in your <laughs> I have so many people in my pockets, y'all. Um, yeah, that's that's where I put cute people, is in my pocket. Yeah, um, and that's the thing about my husband. Like, he might not bring me flowers, which I'm fine with. We've talked about this before. But he will bring me very thoughtful and, like, useful type things. Just like, don't bring me flowers. Bring me Wi-Fi. That's um, right. Because that's what I need. Caitlin, how are you enjoying your subscription to the Yay Day Paper Company? I love it. Since we can't leave the house right now, it's been so nice to have a digital service available for my crafting needs. I feel the same. Anytime I feel the urge to make something new, I, I just log into my Yay Day Paper Company account and there's tons of fun ideas there. And because it's a monthly subscription service, they add more stuff every few weeks that I can play with. I never get bored. Yes, and I don't feel like I'm breaking the bank because the monthly cost is so affordable. Plus, if I ever get stuck or feel like I don't know what to do, they have videos, online tutorials, and product guides built into the website so I always find the help I need. Girl, I have needed those tutorials more than once. So have I, but the learning is what makes it so much fun. I know, and right now, Spiced Chaos listeners can subscribe for less than everyone else. Yes, they can. Use code SPICEDYAY to save $5 off a year-long Yay Day subscription and code SPICEDYAY15 to save 15% off anything in their online shop. That's right. Go sign up now, everyone. We're off to craft. Hey, Caitlin. Yes, girl. Aren't you sick and tired of not being able to find trendy and cute plus size clothes? Oh, girl, yes. I hate only being able to buy moo's and tents. <laughs> well, those days are over because I just found the cutest online boutique. <gasps> Wait, is it Chic Soul? Yes, how did you know? Because I already shopped there and I can't believe how adorable everything is. I know. I just got my first order and every single thing fit me perfectly. That never happens. Oh, I believe it. Chic Soul has tops, dresses, rompers, jeans, leggings, basically everything. And the clothes actually fit a plus-size woman between sizes 12 to 24. Exactly. They aren't just regular clothes made bigger. These are clothes that are tailor-made to fit plus-size bodies. And guess what? Chic Soul has teamed up with Spice Chaos to offer our listeners 15% off. That's right. Enter promo code SPICED15 to save 15% at ChicSoul.com. That's promo code S-P-I-C-E-D, 
15 for 15% off. Happy, Happy shopping. shopping. Um, so we wanted this week to talk about divorce and relationships. And not to like bring you down because at this point we both kind of have like, I mean, positive relationships in our lives right now. Um, but you know, it has not been a secret on the show that, you know, around June of 2020, my, um, husband and I separated Mm -hmm. and, you know, of course, Caitlin knows all the ins and outs. She's been there for me through, um, through everything. And, um, so has journey. Yes, it has. <laughs> um, it has been quite the journey. Um, the listening family has been there for me too, and I want to thank you all for your um, just continued thoughts and prayers, and you know, maybe sometimes you know, nosy questions. Yeah, Leah um, <laughs> no, loves that. She loves. That. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I love it when you text me and you're interested. For sure. Um, you know, that's 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 nice. You know, it's nice for a random stranger that I don't know to just be like, Hey, I'm thinking about you. Um, I hope you had a good week. Um, when really what you're trying to say is we heard you on the show and you were vague. Could you please um, give us a little bit of tea? (laughs) Right. Um, Are you pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Are are, are they text Caitlin? Is Leanne pregnant? Um, no, I am not pregnant. And I don't want to say I am not and have never been pregnant because that's not true, but I am not and have never been pregnant in 2021 or that's 2020. True. And it would be uh, basically immaculate conception if you conceived a child. Um, I would consider that quite the tragedy. Um, you know, and I don't want to say that any human life is, is a tragedy because I would have the baby and love it and take but you went care of to it. all these precautions. Like you had a dang surgery and you're like, I mean, really? I mean, yeah. I've had surgery where fire was involved. You know what I mean? Like there's been cauterizing involved. Like there's no reason that there should be any conceiving of children here. Um, so, um, I just, I want to talk a little bit about like kind of where I am in my process and, um, you know, like where things are right now, um, with Andy and, um, you know, the relationship and I, I definitely don't want to hog the show. So Caitlin, you, um, you know, you pop in with all of the things that you have heard. Sure. Advice. Yeah. Cause as cute and adorable as my husband is now 10 years down the road, we went through it. There was a, a moment in time a couple of years ago where we nearly had ink on some paperwork. So Yeah. So, you know, she has, her advice has been invaluable through all of this. And, um, so like, if we go back, like way back before June, um, Mm. there were, I think that were, there were times when, you know, Andy and I would be fighting and you would know about it. Right. Oh yeah. Like a a lot of the time. Um, and And then the point where it was like multiple times a week. Um, and like there were times that I had packed a bag mm-hmm. um, and there would be times when we were about to record the show and we were having a guest and, you yeah. know, Andy and I were having difficulty and, and I was, you know, struggling. And it just got to, to be to, really toxic, man. Like that's the only way to say it. It did. And I wasn't yeah. happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to say, you know, that that your happiness comes from your partner because it's not no. your partner's responsibility to make you happy. It's really not. Um, 
but you know, the situation that, that I was in and the situation that Andy was in, like, I don't want to say that it was all me. Like this was Mm -hmm. not necessarily all me, but, um, so, and I don't want to, you know, give away too much of like his personal business because he certainly hasn't asked for that. Um, but let's just put it this way. He and I definitely have some mental illness issues. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's the right way to say it. We, we struggle with mental illness and, our mental illnesses have a tendency to clash and yeah. it's almost like this difficult circle where it's like my depression causes him anxiety, which causes him to pull away from me, which makes me feel lonely, which causes my depression to get worse, which then causes his anxiety to be bad, which causes him to pull away. Da, 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 da. Like it's like this vicious circle. And, um, you know, eventually it all just came to a head one morning and he decided to leave. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it wasn't you know, your, and you were at that time, like talking about like ways that you could improve things. Like, I feel like it kind of came out of nowhere for you. Um, that morning, um, it definitely did, especially mm-hmm. because I mean, what we were supposed to make the show that morning, like he came mm-hmm. in what, two hours before we were supposed to make the show. Did we have a guest that I day? I think we did make a show. Honestly, I feel like you were like, I just need to get my mind off of it or like, we'll make the show tomorrow. But I feel like we made a show like right after it happened. Um, we made a show that day and we had a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Twinkle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, Christine. I think it was because, um, was that in May? And that again would take research I think so. that I yeah. haven't done. So y'all just don't even try me. <laughs> yeah. Um, y'all know I don't do any research. This is, <laughs> this is just um, our social time, okay? This is just our social time. Yeah. So, um, but it feels like that he and I had this big, long, like, conversation and made this like groundbreaking life-changing decision mm-hmm. and then what 30 minutes later we had a guest on the show and made an episode of the show and it was actually a really fun episode like I feel like it, this show went really well um yeah so let me head over here to episodes on anchor and see if I can't find June or May it would have been like really really late May Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, he had, um, you know, he had the idea that we would separate mm-hmm. and that we would work on our own mental health issues mm-hmm. and then get back together. Like once we had solved those mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys have got to understand that I have slept alone for three years Right. Like we haven't lived like we were married for well over three years. Right. And this is not me just like, Hey, I'm going to sleep up here by myself and not make any effort. Mm-hmm. Like this is me begging him to please come back upstairs to please mm-hmm. try to please, you know, I feel like that he withheld affection from me for years. Yeah. And part of that didn't have to do with like his back and sleeping arrangements for that too. Um, no, he never slept on the couch because of his back. Oh, okay. A lot of men, a lot of, a lot of women, there's a lot of people in relationships that don't sleep together because of other reasons. I mean, I I know I could see the draw for separate beds sometimes. Like sometimes I just want to stretch out. I do see that. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I totally know that there are people in relationships in good, solid, you know, happy marriages that don't sleep in the same bed. This is not. But for me, I was lonely. Yeah, I need a cuddle. I get you. 
you know, I was very, very lonely and it deeply affected me. And, um, you know, and I know for a fact that my depression was made worse by the loneliness. And, um, there were times when, um, you know, it was, it was dark. It was very, very dark for me, um, in the last few years of that marriage, um, like dangerous times, you know, when I, you know, I mean, there were times that like my phone would buzz and I couldn't even like lift my hand to look at it. This is before we were making the show. Um, yeah. But, you know, so when I look back over like the last three years of the marriage, when things really were over and he and I couldn't, couldn't talk about it or couldn't acknowledge it or we were still trying. I mean, like we tried some therapy and he didn't really participate. Um, I don't know. I just then. OK, let's cut to like what's gone on since he left. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the idea and, when he left, right, was that you guys would take some time apart and then reconcile. Like that was the plan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was wrong. Mm-hmm. The person that we had on the show. It was Michelle, um, wasn't it? It was Michelle from Plan On It. She was uh-huh. with us that morning. Uh-huh. Um, um, May 25th, 2020 was the morning that he came in and said, because mm-hmm. then he actually like, was it May 25th? Anyway, y'all don't, y'all don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nobody cares about this but me. Um, so we had a guest and we made it work and we made mm-hmm. the show. So, um, you know, cut to now. Um, you guys, I, I guess, uh, yes, the point of everything was for us to eventually get back together. But I mean, Caitlin, what was it like three or four weeks that I sat at home and just cried? Yeah, a lot of weeks. But like, I think. Of- I think that you also, you were like, okay, well, this will give us some space and time to reflect and, like, grow apart and then grow back together. I think, at yes. least originally and, when you when you separated. Right. And for the first few weeks, I kept calling him on a yeah. regular basis and, like, checking in with him to make sure that the plan was still the same, that he was still coming back, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get him to like put a timeline on it, trying to see how long am I going to be alone? How mm-hmm. long is it going to be this way? Um, you know, I really was not on board with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I really did not like it. I was heartbroken. I was devastated. I was, I felt like a failure. I felt like that, you know, this is not the way that my life was supposed to go. Um, you know, that I had built this life with this person and that we had made these beautiful children and that they deserved better. And that, you know, all of these things, and, you know, I don't know how long, you know, you have to grieve something or how long it takes, you know, for you to come out of the dark. But, you know, after, gosh, I want to say like four or five weeks, six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you came you right know, out I, of the fog. I could feel it. I, I finally started to come out of the fog. And um, then one um, kind of drunken night on vacation, my friend Allison was like, I'm downloading you some of these dating apps. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. Um, And, you know, there were many, many um, dating misadventures Mm -hmm. that um, I could have made like a whole podcast about, like, you know, we could have had a whole separate, like whole nother show called like spiced dating chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But um, the, the worst part I think about all of it is that he left and said he was going to, you know, change you know, that he was going to make changes and that he was going to, you know, 
that we were going to try and that we were going to do therapy and that we were going to try to put all this back together and that the separation genuinely was supposed to be for us to put our marriage back together. And then no effort has been made on his part since then. And Caitlin can attest to that. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's hard to know, like, what someone considers effort. But I also know, like, from my situation. So when when things were hard for Brian and I, I packed up and I took the kids over to my mom's. And after a few hours, you know, I, I wrote Brian a, a, like a long letter and I told him, you know, we're going to have to make these plans. And as soon as I did that, like the work started for him, like the effort began because he was like, whoa, like I don't want to lose my family. And so he made an active decision to like be present and to, you know, to communicate more. And we like he dug deep in therapy. So looking at the two different situations, I don't know what Andy considers to be work in a relationship or, or if he thought that he could just slide back in. Um, but it definitely was different than the work that Brian put in. I will say that. Right. And he definitely has not made, you know, he hasn't said anything about like sliding back in. He hasn't said, you know, that he assumes that that's something that he is able to do Mm -hmm. or that, you know, all these months later, here we are in January. He's not like assuming that, you know, that I'm, just sitting here. Well, I don't know if he's assuming that, but, um, you know, I have, I have extended several olive branches. Like even after I came out of the dark and started working on myself and started like really kind of coming into my own as a person and realizing how much of myself I lost in that relationship. You guys, I was lost for like 17 years. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was completely like, and I don't want to, this is going to sound so pathetic, but I was like so obsessed with him for like 17 years. Mm-hmm. Well, and I like, think you oh, just get like really comfortable, right? Like part of your relationship as you move into the like decades area, it evolves into like a deep, like intimacy, like friendship kind of thing. And I think that, you know, that can either be a really good foundation Or people can just be like, oh, yeah, we're, like, basically roommates now. (laughs) Like, we have this, like, we know each other. We know each other's habits. But there's not, like, a spark. Yeah. And I wanted more than anything for us to be married. I wanted for us to be friends and lovers and parents and all of it. Yes. And, you know, I just don't think that that part of it, that like the marriage part, you know, the being in love part was there for him anymore. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know if he is willing to admit that or if he is, if he is willing to admit that now, he certainly doesn't seem that he is willing to admit that now. Um, Well, I will have to give him props. Like Andy is a really good dad also. Like we know that about him and he is, he is just a really nice guy. So I hope that this episode doesn't paint him as a villain. And I don't even really know the guy, but like he did like go out of his way to like surprise you with this like birthday gift a couple of years ago that was kind of cool and was like DMing me on the side. And he's he's a genuinely like nice guy. Yes. No, this is not, I don't want for there to be any hard feelings between the two of us. Like I want for he and I to, you know, just uncouple like very um, casually and amicably and um, you know, but when he and I talk about it now, because I did a couple of weeks ago say to him, I think that, you know, yes, we've been separated for all this time. And the purpose of the separation was for us to eventually get back together. 
but I think that I have reached the decision that I want a divorce. Mm -hmm. And, you know, after all these months, he did seem a little bit surprised by that. And I was surprised by his surprise because Mm -hmm. there hasn't been a whole lot of communication between the two of us about reconciliation. And um, the times that I have tried you know, I've invited him over for dinner so we could have a talk about our relationship. I've, I've, you know, I've suggested therapy more than once and neither, none of these things, he hasn't been ready for any of these things. And, you know, there's, there's going to be people out there that are going to say, you know, if, if the father of your children wants to make the relationship work, you owe it to your children and yourself to, to try. Disagree. But to be honest <laughs> with you at this time, Knowing how bad that relationship was for me as far as my mental health, I can't, I can't go back. I can't go backwards right now. I can't do that. And, um, you know, it's, it's not easy to talk to him about it right now because it's really raw for him and things are just, you know, painful. And, um, you know, I think that what my children need to see is their mother happy Right. Well, and both of their parents happy, right? Like, I think that, you know, they will be able to see you guys interacting positively apart, which will be really good for them. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're working on that and, you know, it's just so far, you know, pick up and drop off, drop off with the children has been pleasant and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, friendly. There hasn't been, and we did Christmas Eve together. Um, you know, he came over on Christmas Eve and spent the night here and then was with us on Christmas morning and then took them to his parents on Christmas day. And everything was very, you know, was great. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, I don't feel, I don't feel that way anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am in a new relationship, which we have alluded to on the show. Um, but I'm not choosing the new relationship over my marriage. Right. Um, And, you know, Caitlin has been with me on this journey long enough to know that I would have made the decision that I've made about my marriage, whether I was in the current relationship or not. Yeah, because we actually talked about that. Like, she had to, like, process, you know, that because the the new relationship did happen so quickly and it was unexpected for her. And she was like, well, am I making this decision because, you know, I have somebody already on the back burner or here with me. Um, or am I making this decision for myself? And like, we talked it out and, you know, I think that you came to that decision that you just, you didn't feel it anymore and that's okay. Yeah. And I don't want to replace Andy. That's not possible. Yeah. You know, that is definitely not possible. And, um, the relationship that I have found myself in now doesn't feel the way that my relationship with Andy ever did. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, just it's just a totally different relationship with a totally different person and it feels a totally different kind of way and it's what I need right now Mm -hmm. and you know there's there's also people that will say well how do you know what you need because you haven't been alone but I am alone I'm alone a lot um Mm -hmm. you know I'm I'm alone here at the house um you know I, I know that when my children are here I'm not alone But, you know, I have really done a lot of work on myself and, um, you know, who I am in this new relationship is who I finally feel like 
I finally feel like that I'm getting to be myself in a relationship because I feel like that when I started my my journey with Andy 17 years ago, I don't know who I was. I mean, you don't know right. who you, you are. Because we're young. You were babies. We're, you know, we're 21, 22 years old. I was still figuring out who I was at all. And mm-hmm. now at 38, um, you know, when I've finally broken free of something that was, you know, kind of keeping me sick, I am, you know, happy and figuring out how to make my own decisions. And, you know, so just getting back to some of the stuff that we talked about earlier in the episode, I did spend my week this week with my um, new significant other. And mm-hmm. um, it was a lovely week. Um, it was a very um, drama free week um, as far as relationships go. So, yeah. you know, yes, things at work have been crazy. Yes, things in the world have been crazy. But, you know, my relationship is very drama free right now. And, um, you know, that's really nice. To just kind of be, and, and I approve. <laughs> just the best part. <laughs> yes. I, he like has talked to me on the phone, and I approve. <laughs> yes, Caitlin very much approves, and things are good. And I'm going to keep him kind of anonymous right now until things are, you know, yes. a little bit more. And um, you know, it's just his life is complicated too. His life is complicated, and everything's complicated. And the kids, he's got kids. I've got kids. He's got an ex. I've got an ex. Um, you know, we're yeah. still in this process. Um, I, um, am actually making an appointment with the divorce lawyer next week, um, which is news to Caitlin. That's yeah. Uh, that is yes. New. Um, I'm making that call, um, next week. It will be in my planner and, um, that that's is, um, exciting and hard. Yes. Um, yes, that, that is, that's, that's, that's where we are. Yeah. So, um, you know, for everyone that's been kind of like curious about the goings on there, that is, that's the situation. And, um, you know, I am um, feeling very happy and strong. And, um, you know, I got a comment on one of my older YouTube videos this morning. And um, it made me really want to kind of get back into that, too. And this person who I am in um, this new relationship with, he is encouraging of that as well. So, um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but when Andy left, I, I did stop making videos. Um, well, how could, I mean, nobody blames you for that. Like, how could you keep, like, a smiley tone and, like, have your world crumbling around you? Yeah, that that was kind of when YouTube stopped for me. Um, and, and I don't want to say that it was because, like, when I started that, like, Instagram YouTube influencer planner community journey, he was very supportive. Mm-hmm. He really was. Um but then as things got deeper and as I got more successful, he kind of pulled that, he kind of pulled that support under like out from under me mm-hmm. and started telling me like, you're not spending enough time with your children and you're not spending enough time, you know, on the things that need to be done around here. You're spending too much time on that. So yeah. it's like, he really pushed me to be, you know, as good and as awesome as I could be. And I started to like really see some progress and some success. And then as soon as I started to see some success, he took it, you know, he, you you remember when all that was Mm -hmm. sort of happening. Yeah, for sure. uh, um, He started to kind of make me feel guilty about it. And then I couldn't find a balance, you know, it was like, okay, so now I'm making this video and I feel guilty about it. And I feel like I need to be in a hurry because he has made it very clear that I have not been present for my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I thought that he had given me the go ahead to like, yes, take the time that you need. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was just, it was a toxic situation and, um, you know, Caitlin being on the outside, she can tell me now that, you know, I'm 
Do you think that I'm better now? That I'm happier now? Oh my gosh, you are so much more calm and like your life just has like no drama in it aside from, you know, other things, not relationship related. (laughs) But like, you just seem like you really seem happy. And I mean, like 100%, you guys, transparency. There have been moments in my friendship with Leanne where I was like, I need your mom's phone number in case you make a bad decision and something happens to you. Because she was so sick and so just depressed and, you know, not herself. And I have since things have been calm and chill in this relationship. I mean, every relationship has its bumps when you're first starting out, you know, and a little bit of drama. But like ever since you guys have been solid, like it's just opened up like this new person, I feel like for you. Yeah. And um, I am I'm happy um, in my plans for the future. Um, my, my hope for the future is to, you know, transfer to a new school and sell my house and, you know, get a new place. And, um, I'm about, um, I'm about 30 minutes away, 32 minutes away. I live about 32 minutes away from this new person. And Mm -hmm. we would like to live a little bit closer together. We aren't obviously ready to, you know, live together. Right. Um, but I would, you know, like to have less house to be responsible for. So, um, you know, 2021 is going to bring about a lot of moving and changing and transferring and, you know, just life changes that I'm excited about. But um, I am moving forward with this year with the most positive outlook that a person could possibly have. Yes. 2021 and, um, is your year. Get it, girl. Yes, it, it, it is. But the hardest part is that I don't want to inflict pain on other people. And I know that yeah. it's not going to be easy for my children. I know yeah. that. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, look at me with, like, my new awesome relationship and, like, I'm leaving the past behind and I'm becoming, you know, who I'm meant to be and blah, blah, blah. I know it's going to cause pain. I know it mm-hmm. is. And I don't take that lightly. Like, yeah. I mean, I'll, I will get emotional now, like while we're recording, but I'm not, I'm never going to take it lightly that like, yes, like this is the end of, you know, what we put together, you know, 12 years ago and decided that we were going to try to build. Um, but you know, he was the right person for a season. Right. He was. And, yep. um, and he gave you ch- your kids. You both yeah, got my, out of that relationship. My children were meant to be here for sure. And, um, and they are perfect and I love them and they are exactly who they're supposed to be. And, um, you know, I just, I'm, I'm happy to, to move forward and I know that they're going to need my help and they're going to need for me to be strong and they're going to need for him to be strong. And, you know, it's not going to be easy. And uh, I know that a lot of our listeners have been through this before. And if you have any advice for me, um, you know, I'm definitely willing to listen because I am at the beginning of this essentially. Um, so for me to say like, here's what's been going on for the past 10 months. Um, I don't know if it's 10 months, but it's a lot of months. It's several um, months. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't feel like I'm at the beginning, but for me to just be calling the lawyer next week, it's the beginning. Yeah. Like we are at the beginning now. Um, right. so it's taken a while, like to, we've been at the prequel for quite some time and, <laughs> yeah. you know, to get, to finally get to like the first episode is um, is scary. So just if anybody has any advice, and um, there are people on Instagram who have been um, who have been like steadily um, giving me advice. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see, Amanda. Um, Amanda on um, Instagram is the Mom Life Planner. Uh huh. 
and um, she is awesome. She has been going through this as well, and I'm not going to give like too much of her tea. Obviously, mm-hmm. this is not this is her business. Um, but I met her in Chicago at the Chicago Planner Conference, and she hung out with Katie and Gabe and um, Aaron and and some of the rest of us, Elizabeth and. Um, and if you were hanging out with us and I did not say your name, it's because, um, I have a lot of other stuff on my mind. She also had <laughs> a lot I'm, of drinks during that time. <laughs> I, yes. I also drank quite a bit. Um, and, oh, and Dawn, Dawn was hanging out with us yeah, too. Dawn. Um, okay. So it, yeah. And then Amanda. So, um, and you know, Amanda and I met and then a few months later I started going through this and she reached out to me and she and I have actually talked on the phone a couple of times and, um, you know, she texts me every once in a while to check in and to let me know like how things are going in her process. So, you know, listen, I am open to advice. Like if you have any divorce advice, like I'm, I'm ready to hear it. So, um, that's, what's been so cool about having this podcast during this time is that we have this like wealth of people out there that like know everything. Yeah, so, they do. They know, you know a lot. You guys fill us in on all the information. So give me the advice and let me know. Uh, please thank you know, please keep the prayers coming because you know that I can feel it and I need it. And thank you. And um, thank you for your curiosity. And I hope that um, we have alleviated some of that need for some tea. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't, the hardest, really, seriously, one of, one of the hardest things over the past, I'm going to say just over the course of the past month, And, you know, the reason why I've decided to share this now after all these months is because the relationship that I am in has taken such a real serious turn. Mm -hmm. Um, And because I've really had to separate my feelings for Andy from my feelings for having that family unit. Um, Because that's what gets confusing is like when I start to get like really, really sad about my marriage, I have to realize that I don't truly have those kinds of feelings for Andy anymore. What I am grieving is the loss of that family unit that we had. Mm-hmm. So, totally and there valid. Is a, yeah. Yes. And there, you know, and that's legit. And there's a real right. difference there in those feelings. And I think that that may be kind of where he is too. Right. Well, and nobody that, straps on a tux and a wedding dress when you're like in your 20s or 30s or whenever you get married. And it's like, yeah, in like uh, 15 years, I think I think we'll just get divorced. Like nobody thinks yeah. that on wedding day, you know? Exactly. Like of when you sign up when on your wedding married. day, you're like, oh, we're both going to die together. <laughs> yeah, we meant it. Like we totally yeah. meant it. And it's so sad. You know, like the sad. end of the end of this is sad. And I don't want to. You know, nothing that is, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not belittling the sadness because there's some happiness that's coming out of it. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, but I'm also not going to be apologetic for the happiness either. Right. Like, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I feel like, like it's a complex place to be. And I feel like anyone who's been in any kind of long-term relationship, whether that's continued or had bumps or whatever, I think a lot of people get it on some level because I feel like there's no happy relationship without hardship and there's no growth without that either. Like I could have very easily have gotten divorced as well, but you know, we, things, it was a different story for us. And I feel like, I feel like as you have shared more also, we've heard more of those stories from other people. And I do wish that there was less stigma around like 
hard times in relationships. I wish more people felt comfortable to share that. Yeah. And, you know, there, and I know that everybody that listens to the show is going to have their own opinion mm-hmm. on my relationship and yours and, you yeah. know, everybody, you know, of course, and, you know, there's going to be people that say, well, she moved on too fast or she should have waited or whatever. Um, but like I said, I slept alone and was basically single for three years before mm-hmm. we actually ended things or before he left. Right. Um, and this relationship that I am in, I mean, seriously, it has taken he and I like four months to get this off the ground. Yeah. I, I mean, like it has been rocky in the beginning and, you know. He is still in the middle of a divorce too. And, you know, it's just, it's just been, it's just been crazy times. And, you know, I And the next thing you guys have to conquer, I think is the hardest. Like when there's kids involved and having to share with them what's happening next, because like my mom heart just goes out to you because I remember, and I feel like my kids probably knew a little bit more about what was going on because I did, you know, we, we left, you know? Yeah. And so just, I just, my heart just goes out to you with, with how you're going to have to navigate that with your kids. Like I, I feel like that's going to be the hardest part. Yeah, I know. I mean, I can't imagine like, I mean, you put them in the car and left. I mean, like, of course they kind of knew, you know? Uh So, um, yeah. And that's coming and it's not going to be easy. And, you know, and Andy and I have talked a little bit about like kind of what that will look like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he is very, um, adamant about, you know, we need to make sure that we are a hundred percent positive that that's what we are going to do before we say anything to them about it. Yeah. Exactly. And right. Well, you know, and I think you guys need to have a solid plan as to what's going to happen next and both be ready to co-parent because I feel like you guys like looking at you from the outside are going to rock as co-parents because you really are still friends. It's not like you hate each other. No, of course not. Like, no. Yeah. And I will always love Andy. Like he yeah. is, no, I could not have chosen better to have children with. Like he's the coolest dad and they love him. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's taken months, but the kids yeah. are finally getting to where like, they look forward to their weeks with me. They look forward to their mm-hmm. weeks with him. Then they look forward to their week with me. And I look forward to their week with him. Like we finally kind of gotten like yeah. a groove at each house, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so that's been, it's just, it's taken some time and, um, you know, but the kids are, you know, the kids are, the kids are, I don't want to say an issue, but I am not taking this lightly. Right. So I don't want for there to be angry people. This is not a time for the listeners to be upset with me. Right. Um, you know, this is a time, you know, so if you're upset, tell Caitlin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Please. I will be the, the secretary right now. I'll filter. Yeah. Yeah. So you filter it to Caitlin and let her yeah. know, like, she should this not is, have moved on. This is not the time for a one star <laughs> review on Apple Podcasts. Okay. Like, <laughs> not the time. <laughs> like, how dare she? Um, no, I, um, you know, I had no idea that this was how things were going to go. I mean, I, I couldn't have known, you know, that this was the way it was going to be. I mean, to be honest with you, you guys, this person that I found in this new relationship that I'm in, um, we met on match.com mm-hmm. and I was on match.com for four minutes when he mm-hmm. found me <laughs> and, um, that was it. And he's the only person that I met there. And then I deleted my account. 
So, um, you know, it was just totally a fluke and, um, yeah, so it was just, we just, and now we, he's, he's pretty awesome and I can't wait to tell y'all more about him, but that's definitely for later. So, yeah, um, for sure. Cause we got to make sure that, you know, he's cool with us, like telling about him. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe um, one of these days we'll have him on the show. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he, oh, he would love that. That'd be cool. Yeah, he would love that. Um, but yeah, he um, he knows about the show. He knows that I make the show with Caitlin. He's talked to Caitlin. Um, so. He was on the answering service one day, and I was like, "Oh, hey." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He picked up the phone one night when I was at the door trying to get the DoorDash. Oh, that was so. Um, yeah. So yeah, but things are good. Um, I'm I'm happy, and you know, if you guys have any advice for the coming months for me, then please throw it in my DM. But if you have any anger for me, then throw it at Caitlin. Yeah. I'll take <laughs> right over here, please. <laughs> so, um, our next little topic, since we transitioned so beautifully here on the show is, um, <laughs> yeah. this week in our planner. Um, so I decorated my planner this past week and I'm not talking about like this coming week because this mm-hmm. coming week is still blank, but last week in my planner, I decorated real pretty and then I didn't write anything in it. Oh, you did it? Oh, I have been using my planner. Like, well, talk about it. Talk about it. Tell oh me how gosh. your planner setup is working. Okay, All these I that you planned at the beginning well, of the year. How are they? How's it going? This dashboard planner. I could not have guessed that I would be this obsessed with a dashboard planner. Like. Oh my gosh, where have you been all my life? Like I thought, you know, I could make a vertical work and I feel like I was always kind of trying to make that vertical layout look where work for me. But this dashboard, it is the functionalist functional thing ever and I'm obsessed with it. Also, this goals planner for social media, like I'm actually writing podcast schedule stuff in here and that's <laughs> that's kind of a new thing. <laughs> Like not I'm the actually, correct information, but some information. Hey, I wrote it early. At least I didn't write it late. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, Today, she, she's texting me. She's texting me at twelve. Are we having? Are we doing the podcast right now? I'm like asleep. <laughs> oh, I'm waking up like, yeah, we're doing it at one your time, not twelve my time. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny yeah she's like well so, I'll yeah. read it in my planner and I'm like I'm not directly <laughs> yeah, but I'm like writing stuff in there and like I feel like I'm getting more videos recorded and what else oh I am neglecting my wellness section but I'm gonna go back and do that today I do need to do that and I have a goal to stay in that because that is the section that I always neglect I'm like I could do that later <laughs> So I'm going to go back and do that. And then what else? Oh, I, um, oh, and I need to, I'm also neglecting my budget, but that's also something that I usually neglect. <laughs> so oh, Yes. The budget always gets neglected and thrown yeah. out the window completely. Um, yes. whenever I want to buy something, <laughs> but I use uh, my piece <laughs> and my kitchen, Leanne, you would not even believe this. My kitchen is spotless right now. Spotless. Um, can we please talk about under your bathroom sink lady? Um, so I saw that picture on Instagram. Uh-huh. And I was like, excuse me, that is not Caitlin's house. <laughs> that is my house. Yes. I like took everything out of there. And we only have one storage area under one sink. So we have a downstairs bathroom and an upstairs bathroom. The upstairs bathroom only has a sink, no storage. I don't know why. That, that seems like a design flaw, but whatever. And then the downstairs <laughs> bathroom has storage. And so that is what I cleaned. And it is looking pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So that picture that you put up on Instagram, I was like, wow, she needs to be one of those like household, like 
you know, like happily a housewife. You know what I mean? Like one of those bloggers that's like, here's my under my sink organization. Cause you got the little labels on there and like the little stacky yeah. up like shelves. And I was like, Ooh, like that's not the kind of content that I'm used to seeing on your Instagram. I was so impressed. I was like, Kaylin's got it going on over here with the cleaning. Um, Brian actually yeah. bought the label maker. Can you believe that? My husband bought the label maker. So I was like, <laughs> okay, you are a planner. Okay, I see you. <laughs> Now, did he surprise you and buy a label maker or did you tell him that you needed one? And that I borrowed it. <laughs> so he just had a label maker? Like he just owns one? He just bought it like the other day. Like just bought it. <laughs> ooh, that's that's kind of hot. Like just going home with a label maker. I'd be like, ooh, could you put the coveralls on too and just. <laughs> that's like one step away from owning a planner. I told him. <laughs> like you're I'd be like, hold you're planner <laughs> i'd be like okay i want you to put on these coveralls hold this label maker and this stephanie fleming planner and label all of my body parts <laughs> <laughs> belly button <laughs> yes, keep them elbow <laughs> clavicle i feel like that would be really time consuming and probably not very environmentally responsible <laughs> and not really as sexy as it sounds like um wait how do you spell collarbone <laughs> the poor man is dyslexic too that might be that <laughs> he needs you to make the labels he <laughs> that's exactly to make the labels. Annoying. i think that's why he bought it because he's like Hey Siri, and then I'm like, do you want me to just <laughs> type that out for you, bro? And he's like, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> nah, you'll go in there, and the label will be on like upside down. He'll be like, no, it looks fine. <laughs> it says hairbrushes. <laughs> so I had a teacher. In the garage. I had a oh. I had a teacher my um my sophomore year of high school that was dyslexic, uh -huh. and she would write stuff on the board upside down and backwards, and didn't even know she was doing it. He just uh, like swaps letters or forgets them or like if he's reading something, it like appears weird for him. Oh, that's I know that's got to be hard. Um, yes, I don't have a hard time. I don't think I think I have like maybe like a mild version of dyslexia. I don't have a hard time reading off of a page. But when uh -huh. I have to read off of a screen, I can't read off. of. I have a really hard time reading like long articles off of like a computer screen. I do, too. I feel like that, too. Or even a Kindle, anything that's electronic. I feel like I read much better on paper. But maybe that's just. A yeah. Mental. Yeah. But see, I'm fine reading off my phone. Like if I have to read an article off of Facebook, I can do that. But it's just my big computer screen. My eyes just go all over the place. Like oh. just helter skelter. Just blah, blah, blah. helter skelter. So. Oh, we just went dark. Well, speaking of going dark, but also entering into the like, we have uh, some events happening this week. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, um, so yes, we are going to um, end this episode by talking about our new president. Yeah. Um, so let me see. When you hear this, it will be the night. No, wait, what, what day is he when they hear this? So what day is inauguration day? Why the do 20th. I not know this? The 20th. So mm -hmm. it's a Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. So, um, well, gosh, I hope it goes okay. Yeah, I know that's kind of what the part that I'm a bit nervous about is they're already, like, locking things down. Okay, but also, if you knew... I'm sorry. Here's a little criticism of our federal government. If you know that in a vet it might, like, get a little rowdy like that, 
could you maybe just move it inside for some added security? Like, why is that not an <laughs> idea that we're having right now? Like, just just have it in the high school cafeteria. Yeah, get a cafeteriaium. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just rent out a cafeteriaium. <laughs> just have it in an undisclosed location. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you could know? put flower arrangements in the basketball hoops. It could be lovely. It could be. It really could. You know, you could hang really, really large American flags from the ceiling. Old school um, Americana. They could do it. Yeah, you could. And then not tell anybody where it's going to be so that only a few people could watch it. You could just watch it on TV and then it could be safe. For real. Um, no, I don't know. Um, but it, because all the inaugurations happen outside in that beautiful place and there's mm-hmm. always the singers. And um, I mean, so who's going to be there? Like Lady Gaga or me, you know, myself not and I. Trump. President Trump is not going to be there. No, he's not. Um, and is he like the first president ever to not go to the inauguration? I think he's the first president since like the 1800s. I feel like there was one other is what I read. Okay. Well, you know, if you had asked me four years ago, will President Trump attend the inauguration of the next president? I would have told you no. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could see that. I just, I, yeah. I know. Okay. So even looking back, like I know how, no matter what side of the fence that you're on, I know how Obama felt transferring power to Trump. He was still there. He handed yeah. over power graciously. I feel like well, that's like your job as a leader of a country is to hand over power graciously. Yes, but let's let's think about this, okay? So when you know that you're at the end of your job and that you've mm-hmm. only got two weeks left to work at your job, yeah, you know you don't do a good job. That's anymore. not me. I actually, if I when I put two weeks notice in, I actually work my hardest because I know that I'm like training my next person and like getting things ready. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're different than some. I'm a nice. But- I'm a good person. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know. I can't remember how many two weeks notices I've worked in my in my. I've only put in past ever, but I do feel like um, you know that once you you know once you realize that you're one foot out the door, it's kind of like, well, what are they gonna do? Fire me uh, if I don't show up at the inauguration? I, I mean, I feel like there's something though when you're a public figure. Like I wouldn't just. I don't know. If I was leaving YouTube, of course, I would, like, say goodbye or whatever. Like, when you're in the public, like, there's things you have to do. And if you're the president, maybe, like, a, like a world leader, we could say. Like, there are just things that you do. And I feel, True. I just feel like I have lost some respect for this person as a person. Not True. speaking about politics. Nothing. Not going there. Yeah. <laughs> I will not do it. Do not bait me into it. Um, Yeah, no, I'm not going to talk politics, but I would say that, um, you know, I had held out hope. Um, I have, so I have a tremendous amount of respect for the office and always have, and, you know, and have throughout this entire four years, um, none of, um, you know, how I have felt. And I want to say, looking back over the past four years, I want to say that I think I've given him a chance. I did. I really did as well. And like, I, didn't I feel like up. I was even, you know, I had some pretty good talks with my dad, who is a Republican and for a long time was, you know, a Trump supporter. Um, and we like have had talks about policies and like things that he said have made sense. And like, there's things that I've agreed with and things that I've disagreed with and all of that. Like, I feel like I really gave him like a good old college try. Well, and I think that just like any president, like, let's take, um, Bush Jr., for instance, yeah. like maybe you didn't vote president. for, yeah, 
maybe you didn't yeah. vote for Bush Jr., but you made it through his terms and you just, you know, and it was, it was fine. fine. And you, yeah. And you look back and there were things that he did that you didn't like. And there were things that he did that you were fine with and things that you didn't notice, or maybe your life, you know, was no different than it was when Clinton was president. I mean, That's you know, right. whatever. But I, I just, I, I think that it, it is disheartening at this time that he can't be a grown up. You know what I mean? Like just right. transfer the power peacefully and move on and just go away. Right. Well, you know? and especially like, when our country is facing so many like ideations of, you know, disunity, I think. Is that a word? I don't know. But like uh, yeah. they're not unified. Like people are not unified. People are struggling. Like there's so many people in poverty right now. And like your last act as a president is to, I don't know, excuse me if this is like <laughs> this is mean, but to throw a tantrum. Like, come on, man. Come like, on. show the country, like, okay, so my time is up. It's this guy's turn. Like, yeah. let's let's give him a try. Y'all gave me a shot. Now we're going to give him a shot. Um, exactly. So I, I just, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I, I'm, but my, my only hope is that obviously we have tons of hope for the next four years. Because anytime that, you know, you have a, a, a new president there's hope are there supposed to be yeah um and so that's not a wrong that's not the wrong emotion and that doesn't put me on either side of the aisle to say okay so on the 20th we're going to get a new president and now there's some hope yeah um or you know we have hope for the future or whatever um Mm -hmm. i i just um i hope that everything goes okay that's that's what i'm hoping for i'm hoping that there's no drama and that we can just slink into this new administration without there being any more, uh, can well, we I say like any more loss of, of life? I feel like there's a lot of pressure on this administration because there's a lot of people out there who want a lot of things on both sides of the aisle. Like I'm hearing large uh, stimulus packages being thrown out there. I'm hearing discussions about the Paris Agreement and just like a lot of big things that are coming across his desk in the first couple of days. And so I feel like there's going to be a lot of pressure on this administration and a lot of eyes on them. So I, I'm with you that I, I hope that things go well for them. Well, I hope that um, he utilizes the vice president. I hope that she actually gets the opportunity to do some stuff because I know that the vice president is kind of like, meh, nobody really knows what they do. They don't really ever have, you, you know what I mean? Like, what have we heard from Pence in four years? <laughs> well, we heard that he would not invoke the 25th Amendment. That's what we heard. True, but I mean, like in the four years, like what does the vice president do? I mean, what did Cheney do while Bush was president? Shot a guy in the face. Um, you know, I mean, like that's the only thing that we heard about him in like four years. I mean, there were other things. Yes, there were other things that might not have been positive either. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, I mean, we've all seen the show Veep on HBO. I mean, like, what yeah. does the vice president do? Like, I, I, I would like for Kamala, you know, for Kamala to be used in a way that is positive. I would like to for see sure. her, you know, because I mean, it's such a wonderful opportunity for representation. Yes, um, absolutely. So, you know, like, let's let's do this inauguration and have this party and let's. Let's, you know, change some things and see some things right. happen. And, and because the new year the... obviously didn't work. Like, that magic didn't work to get things back on track. So maybe the hope that we have with the inauguration will, will turn 2021 around. Yeah, this is the real new year. So like, <laughs> <laughs> the 19th is actually New Year's Eve. So if you thought it was um, the 31st of December, it's really the 19th of January. That's the real New Year's Eve. So 
<laughs> yeah. Take two. When you wake up on January 20th, it's for real the first day of 2021. Yep. So we'll see. But um, so we're going to let you guys go. Um, I am in the middle of a sleepover here. Um, um, Hannah has a little friend over and it's a friend that is within our COVID bubble. So don't everybody start like Caitlin has already given me her nod of approval and y'all know that I run everything by her before I do anything. Yes. You know, and my kids are might be, ready for me to be done as well. Yes. And I am hungry and have pizza on the way and it is um, currently Sunday night and we um, don't have to work tomorrow. I so. know, yeah. yeah. We're having tacos tonight. So I have to go get that ready. Ooh, tacos. That sounds yeah. good. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like tacos. Okay, so everyone have a beautiful week. Um, I hope that you have enjoyed this really deep look into <laughs> um, our um, personal lives or mine. Um, you know, Caitlin did give you a little glimpse into her marriage, but I kind of got real deep. Um, yeah. So any advice that you want to give me is, um, is, is, is wanted. So please send it my way. Um, and any anger, like we said, or directed at Caitlin. That's right. Um, I'm right over here. Secretary. <laughs> um, and yeah, we don't know what's coming next week, y'all. We're not even going to try to tell okay. you what the mini sode's going to look like. We're not going to tell yeah. you what the regular sode's going to look like. Cause we don't know. Right. Um, In a perfect world, Queen would be feeling better and we're able to record with her. That is the goal. But we may have um, someone else uh, to fill that space. And But we are still planning to have Queen on at some point. So. Oh, yes. Yeah, she will be here for sure. Like, we're definitely um, going to have that um, happen. So, mm-hmm. um, everyone, like I said, just have a good week and, um, you know, be nice and kind to each other out there and keep washing your hands and wearing your masks. Yeah. And Wear hopefully mask, we will please. come out. Yes, hopefully we're coming to, you know, at least the vaccine end of this, if not the end in some ways. Yes. Um, and if you wear a mask, we love um, you just, guys. Do, just do a little favor and pull your mask up over your nose. Just one. Mm, just, <laughs> just, oh, no, it's just wanted to get Sometimes. that out there. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yes, we love you guys. And thank you for listening. And um, we will talk to you in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye.